Stop listening to people who are telling you to temper your expectations about the Packers defense this season. Plus, did a Packers quarterback move tell us something about the future of Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love? You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Really your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team oh, every day. Touchdown! You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how we're going to get to the Kurt Benkert release in a little bit, what that means about the future of the quarterback position in Green Bay. But over the last couple days, I have seen in articles, I have seen on Twitter, what I can only assume is, um, a a defense mechanism from some fans. Oh, pump the brakes on the Packers' defense. No. No. Expectations should be based on the evidence that we have. And it should be based on what we think realistic outcomes for this team is. And what the potential outcomes are. And this team has the defense, the talent to be the best defense in the league. They have the talent to be a top five defense for sure. So it doesn't mean that they're going to live up to those expectations, but that doesn't mean those expectations shouldn't exist. No, Those expectations are not a lock. They're not a guarantee of anything. But there is always a, a type of fan, and this is not just Packer fan, this is all sports, who never wants to get their hopes up. They never want to get excited. Even if the evidence that they have says they should be excited, they still don't want to do it because they would rather not get their hopes up and then get the upside surprise than get their hopes up and have them dashed. This isn't even about that. This is about trying to be at least a little objective about this and look at it and go, okay, the talent here is real. The division is easy. The schedule, at least based on opposing offenses, is pretty nice. And so this defense should be really Really, really good. Now, we can't control injuries. We can't control some of the fluky stuff that can happen week to week. Some of the variance that exists in this league where, you know, one week Kirk Cousins looks like a future Hall of Famer and the next week he looks like he shouldn't even be the starting quarterback for his own team. He, Kirk Cousins can do that drive to drive. I mean, one drive he can look like an all pro and the next drive he can look like he should be cut on sight. That's that's kind of how this league works in general. So we don't want to take too much from small samples. But I was going through the numbers 
And again, I think we need to make decisions based on evidence. So what is the evidence? What is the case for the Packers? And and you will hear, okay, well, they were 22nd in DVOA last year. So pretty big jump to, you know, a top 10 kind of unit in 2022. Yes, that's true. Part of the reason why Green Bay had some DVOA issues last year and statistical issues in general is they played with their food a little bit against the Browns. They let uh, the Browns come back. They didn't play with the same sort of intensity. And against the Ravens, they let the Ravens come back. In both in games where the Packers were up double digits, where, where really both teams or both sides of the ball had done the job. And then there was a let up. And part of that is coaching. Part of that is Joe Barry. And I had I had someone reach out on Twitter and say, is it the case that the weakest part of the defense is now the coaching or at least the defensive coordinator? There are some people who will not let go of the idea that they hated the Joe Barry hire. And so this defense cannot possibly work because of the coaching or they can't be great because of the coaching. Here's my counter. I looked up the statistics and the eye test absolutely backs this up. Against quarterbacks on teams that went to the playoffs last year, including the 49ers in the playoff game, because Jimmy Garoppolo, by definition, was a playoff quarterback because he was the quarterback in the playoffs. The Packers put together a spectacular resume. By the way, they went 4-1 and one in these games. Now, the one loss was the one at home to Jimmy Garoppolo. But they played Jimmy G, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, Matt Stafford, and then Jimmy G again. Six games. So not a small sample size, but not a huge sample size. Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, 0.14 EPA per play. If you don't know what that means, I'm going to give you some context in a second. Minus 2.1 completion percentage above expectation. That's an easy one. A negative completion percentage above expectation, very good. A small completion percentage above expectation, Pretty good, a big number, obviously bad. Joe Burrow, 0.02 EPA per play, 2.5 completion percentage above expectation. Kyler Murray, 0.08 EPA per play, and a 1.3 completion percentage above expectation. And then in the second half of the year, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, and Jimmy Garoppolo all had negative EPA per plays, and monster negative completion percentage above expectations. Patrick Holmes, minus 1.6 EPA per play and a minus 11.4 completion percentage above expectation. Matthew Stafford, 0.06 EPA per play in the negative and a minus 8.5 CPOE. Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs, oh my God, minus 0.33 EPA per play and a minus 9.3 completion percentage above expectation. Let me put that into context for you. The there's there's two ways that we can look at it. The Bengals had the 10th best defense in EPA per dropback last year, estimated points added. They allowed 0.21 EPA per pass. In other words, every quarterback on playoff teams performed as if they were facing a top 10 passing defense. In every single game, in every 
single game. In all five, there were no clunkers in that group. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the reason the Packers lost that playoff game. Let me put this another way. The Bills had the best EPA per pass defense in the league last year, minus .114. Against Patrick Mahomes, this defense played above the level of the best passing defense in the league and in the playoffs played three times better. Three times. So why am I bringing this up? What does this tell us? This tells us that in big games against the best teams in games where you need to have execution and you need to have game plans, the Packers defense had excellent game plans and executed. And that that matches the eye test. The games where I came on this microphone and complained about the defense were the games against Baker Mayfield and Tyler Huntley when they treated those offenses like they were good, where they played all that two-shell and they let Nick Chubb just run wild. They let the Ravens run wild. We're going to play a bunch of two-shell. You're not going to get explosive plays over. Okay, well, 12 yards a carry practically, or at least it felt like that. Nick Chubb, I think, averaged eight, something like that. They, they, I hope, would have the confidence to say, in those situations, we need to ratchet it up. We need to take the fight to offenses and be a little bit more aggressive. But in the games where they needed to be great, they were. And think back to some of those games. The defense gets the key stop against Arizona and Kyler Murray. Russell Douglas, monster. Russell Douglas against Matt Stafford, pick six. They harassed Stafford all day. Rashawn Gary, unbelievable in that game. Pressured him, turned him over. Joe Burrow, the Packers, sacked a million times. I know he gets sacked by everyone, but they harassed him in the the playoff game. The Packers defense played unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes was statistically worse than Jordan Love. and, And statistically, not close. Not close. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes at home performed worse against the Packers defense than Jordan Love making his first NFL start on the road with Devontae Adams coming off COVID and and really a short week of practice because we didn't know that Aaron Rodgers had COVID until Wednesday. The game plan's coming out and, and all of a sudden now it's Jordan Love time. And he gets one and a half practices to go out there and try and start a game. And the Packers defense forced that Chiefs offense to have Patrick Mahomes play worse than Jordan Love in his first start. A start universally acclaimed as terrible. In these big games, the defenses came through, and that tells me that Joe Barry is better than we thought when he was hired. We need to use the evidence that we have at our disposal. This is not nothing. This Matches with what we think about this team in terms of the quality of the players on the team. And to me, it suggests you get Jair Alexander back. You get some continuity in the secondary. Eric Stokes in year two. You bring in the, these, these um, reinforcements up front with Quay Walker at linebacker, Devontae Wyatt, uh, Jerron Reed. To bolster a, a part of the field where you had your issues. The run defense was the problem because they played all that too high safety. 
Now, if you can stop the run 10% better, 15% better, that makes everything on your defense better. Expectations should be high because this defense is incredibly talented and the the in the best games against the best teams, the coaches came through with game plans that put their players in the best position to succeed and succeed they did. They executed in those moments. All of this suggests a team that can be Really, really good. And not just can be, should be. And that is the point. All right, we're going to talk about the quarterback position in a second. But before we do, let's talk about our friends at Blue Nile. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a milestone moment, Find jewelry as unique as they are with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of their dreams or celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has experts on hand 24-7. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from Blue Nile. And Locked on Packers listeners get $50 off any purchase of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order insured, chips free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. And thanks for making Locked on Packers your first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Kurt Benker was released over the weekend, and he said that, he appreciated the timing of it because it allows him the next six weeks, five, five-ish weeks to try and make a team uh, before camp that they could have, they could have come to camp and cut him, gone through the process and cut him, but he was not making this roster. And he said as much, I just like, I, I had no chance to make the 53. A couple things with this. I don't think this was really much to do about Kurt Benkert as a quarterback, his ability, his talent. This is a pretty clear indication that the Packers plan to keep Jordan Love. And I don't think that's, again, a a knock on his trade value or anything like that. If, If they were going to trade Jordan Love or they were going to move on from him in a year when they have to make a decision on his option, you, you probably keep Kurt Banker around. He said he wanted to stay. He said on this show, he hopes he's here for a long time. That was last year. And that would that would indicate a guy that would be willing to come in and, and be your practice squad QB and, and assuming he doesn't get poached, that, that, you know, wait, wait on an opportunity should it present itself. And he seemed like a great option if the Packers had to go to Jordan Love at any point you know, next year or whatever it is. Now, do I think this suddenly says something about how long Aaron Rodgers is going to play? I get this question a lot. I, you know, I got it on Twitter, in fact, yesterday um, in a DM. And so I, I don't want to take it that far. But the Packers have, from what I've been told, um, been pleased with with Jordan Love, his development, um, he has been more consistent through the spring, uh, ac- according to what we've heard. And 
that that is a, clearly a positive sign, even in a season where he is has no chance to compete for a starting job. Is it a real possibility that Rodgers could retire at the end of the 2022 season? Yes, it is. Now, do I think it's likely? No. It's it's also, you know, if if they go out in inglorious fashion again and the defense sputters or the offense becomes a complete mess, Aaron Rodgers might say, uh, you know, I'm out of here, even though he just said, I want to retire as a Packer. Who He also said that five years ago, and it's not that hard to go back in time. Like, we were there. We just went through a whole thing where it, he wanted to go. He was done with this team, or at least on the brink of being done with this team. Said, trade me if you don't want to give me a contract. So just th- these are things we have to think about. I think it, it's it's noteworthy that they have faith in Jordan Love, that, they, that he is going to be their guy in, in this season as the backup. But then there is this awkward decision to make. If they want to move forward with Rodgers in 2023, they can move money. But then what do you do with Jordan Love? Does he do enough in the preseason to show you something? You, I don't think you can pick up the fifth-year option. So if he's going to be on the team, if you are his agent, you're saying either we need to know what the Aaron Rodgers plan is or we're out of here. And if you're the Packers, you're going, well, let's do it. Let's do a deal. We'll do a multi-year deal and we'll, we'll hook you up. And so either it's either going to be this year or next year, you know, 2023. And that, you know, potentially true. Okay. It's either one year or two years and you're the starter and then we'll figure it all out. Well, does Jordan Love want to wait? I think that's a real question. Does Jordan Love want to wait? I think right now, those are all hypotheticals. What we need to focus on is Jordan Love's development because this this matters for for a number of reasons. If he's good in the preseason, he becomes potentially valuable in a year. Valuable in a trade, et cetera. And if he's bad in the preseason, then the Packers need to figure out what the succession plan starts to look like. If he's bad in the preseason, do you just cut bait and try and move forward? Or what do you do? Do you just give him the entire season? I don't think he's going to look bad in preseason. I think it's easy to forget. Last year, he looked pretty good in preseason. I thought he looked much better than than most of the rookies, despite the fact that we were fawning over guys making throws to wide open players. Meanwhile, Jordan Love is fitting, you know, cover two hole shots in against the defense, which, by the way, ended as the number one defense in football. We, we, We don't talk about this enough. The Bills played their starters in the preseason against Jordan Love. He, other than one brain fart interception, he played really well in that game. There was one other bad decision in the red zone where he threw a YOLO ball that he should not have thrown behind A.J. Dillon, but he also made some stick throws in that game. He made some nice plays with his legs in that game. That was the number one defense in the league by a mile. So let's just let's just not forget that part of it. And then it makes it a little easier for Aaron Rodgers if he cares about the state of the franchise when he leaves the franchise. Makes it a little easier. If you're the Packers, it makes it easier to say, we feel good about this guy. Aaron, you make whatever decisions you need to make. 
but we're cool either way. So if you want to retire, go ahead. If you want to, if you want to move on, but, but the, the opposite side of this is not, oh, well, we want to keep Aaron Rodgers, And so therefore that, that says all of this stuff about Jordan Love. No, as long as Aaron Rodgers wants to be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, he will be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers as he should, unless and until he falls off in such a way that it becomes obvious he's hurting the team. And we are not there yet. If we, and I, frankly, I think it's pretty unlikely we ever get there. So this is an important story. Two quarterbacks on the roster is, is a bit of a risk. They, they brought back Danny Etling, who is, has no chance to make this team. If Kurt Banker had no chance to make this team, then he definitely has no chance to make this team. We're talking about practice squad. We're talking about camp arms. I think doing the Kurt Banker to solid is, is a nice thing to do that they did not have to do. But I do think it signals confidence in Jordan Love that he's going to be here at least for the year. And you can't really plan out much further into the future just because there's too many unknowns. There's too many unknowns. And so Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback this year. Jordan Love is going to be the backup. That's it. We don't we don't know beyond that. And I think that's why you do have to keep Jordan Love around for as long as you can. The problem is in 2023, it starts to get really, really expensive. And even though the salary cap is fake, it, it is about allocating resources in a reasonable way. And if you're paying Aaron Rodgers even a, a lower number than, than, you know, the sort of grand total of the contract makes it seem like it should be, it's a lot of money to allocate to that position. And can you really pay Jordan Love, you know, 15, 20 million to be a backup? That's, that seems pretty unlikely to me. Before we finish up, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, of course, golf, boxing. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Bet Online remembers the remains the best of all of your sports places for betting. Has to be. Has to be. MMA, boxing, golf, it's the fastest and easiest way to check all of your favorite sports events. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. And the first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of the Locked On NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. My brain just temporarily stopped working during that ad read. Just stared blankly into space. Where am I? Who is this? What are we doing? Is this a show? Are people going to see this? Turns out. Turns out they are. All right. We're going to be back uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. I guess we could go Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, but we're going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and we will continue on a three-day-a-week schedule as we head toward training camp, some cool things on the horizon, some cool people that I want to talk to um, that that we're going to get on here. Maybe some multi-part podcasts are in our future as we get you set for the 2022 Packers season. And go check out Locked On Sports today. It's on the OTT app on, on Tegna. So if you live in a place where there's a Tegna station or just want to watch it on your TV, um, you can do that. It's awesome. It's also on YouTube now. So go check out Locked On Sports today. It's all sports, all the sports you need on a daily basis. It's 18 minutes, 20 minutes. 
every day just to get you caught on everything non-Packers or if there's Packers news, it's, it's in there. Uh, and it's a show that, that I'm really proud of that I, that I think is, is good. Um, not the least of, of which is, is because of me. I mean, I mean but I know I'm, I'm happy that, that I'm in it, but there are a lot of people that make it possible. Um, and that make me look good. So, um, and that's a tough job. You guys know that that is a that is a difficult job. So um, please go check that out and support that if you can. Um, I would I would very much appreciate it. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>